0: Hi, my name is Grace Lopez and we are live here today with a few special presenters. Today, you will all join us to explore the ins and outs of the livelihood in Gilead. So Mr. Waterford, how would you describe the new way of life and how has it changed the world for the better?
1: Well, we have basically brought back traditional values and have rebuilt our society. Everyone has a place. Fruitful women are doing their God-given duty. Barren women have maintained households and the men are still in charge.
0: Hmm. So how have these current times affected the major laws today?
1: So major laws in Gilead are women can't read, write, own property, vote, abortion is illegal, second marriages are illegal and not like the same gender as well. In the United States, women's rights are pretty much non-existent.
0: Well, how do you keep these laws in place? Who enforces them to in- onto the citizens?
1: We keep their power by maintaining through fear, violence, and control over their sexual rights, and basically just having control over everybody's lives. With us having power over them, this makes them not want to disobey the laws because they are scared of the consequences that will come with it. There are people that help us make sure that all of these laws are being followed. The aunts help us, Aunt Lydia, etc. Other commanders, bodyguards, the military. These people make sure that nobody is doing anything that is against the law and making sure that discipline is getting handed
0: out if needed. So what is the general goal of all this? How will such a society improve everyone's lives? The goal of the
1: government is to control reproduction and to repopulate the earth. There aren't enough kids being reproduced. Therefore, we're having the handmaids try and get them pregnant by commanders. And when the handmaids can't, or get too old, we just replace them. All we care about is having more kids and making sure they're healthy.
0: Well, what happens when someone breaks the law?
1: When someone breaks the law, they get their eye cut out, cut off hand, get hanged, and tased. Depending on how bad the crime is, it depends on the punishment that you get. You can get hanged if it's really bad. They tase you and shock you for talk back. That is the most common but there's also hands and fingers that get cut off if you're caught reading or writing. You can even get your eye taken if they feel that it's necessary.
0: Well, thank you for joining us today, Commander. We appreciate all the information that you have given us. The pleasure is all mine. Thank you for having me. And now for our next guest, we are welcoming Alfred, who is actually Commander Waterford's very own handmaid. So Alfred, I believe you are supposed to be reading an entry from your diary that you'd save for us, yes? Yes. I made a commitment to document
2: my life as a handmaid. So I have brought a piece to share with everyone. It has It has been exactly 165 days since my assignment to the Waterford household. I still miss my daughter. I still think of her every day and every night. The only thing I can ask is to hear her laugh one last time. Her constant laughter replaying in my mind is what keeps me going. I used to dream of Luke as well, but I've now begun to see his demeanor in Nick. I am, a, I am stronger and I continue to rebel more and more as the days come. Or n- now known as Off Steven has molded me into what I am today. She inspired me to fight back and I have, and I have learned that the only way to do that is manipulation Of commander Waterford. I am more than aware of his feelings for me, or maybe even the comfort that he seeks within me. I will keep using that comfort to get what I want. He wants to play
0: games, then
2: we can play. Hmm,
0: that was truly something. Thank you so much for that offered. So I have a couple more questions for you. Along the time that you have spent there, what would you say that the strengths and weaknesses have come to? Well, I've grown in multiple ways as a person.
2: Okay, well, I have grown in multiple ways as a person, but I've also found myself in some of the darkest times of my life. I have become strong-minded, motivated, manipulative, per- perceptive, and persistent. I noticed. I noticed this from how I learned to carry myself to a new pedestal and the new and the way I have persuaded others to get what I want out of them. With these strengths though, I have gotten a number of weaknesses. I miss my kid. I lack confidence sometimes. I also have fear, self-hatred, and false hope. At times, I have so much faith that times will change and I will get to see my kid again. Life will be normal, and I could get back opportunities that I had before. But then I realized that it could all just be a dream.
0: Well, that's everything I wanted to ask you today. Thank you for joining us and I hope to see you again. For having me, I really enjoyed this experience. And now our last guest of the day is the mind behind the Gilead and the one who made this all possible,
3: Margaret Atwood. Thank you for joining us today here, Margaret. It is truly my pleasure. I always enjoy sharing my insights with you. Well,
0: so how are you using this dystopian society to warn the world?
3: Well, I had this vision of showing what life would be like if our feminism activist groups were to ever fall or if women were completely stripped of their rights. I wanted to show why it is so important to have gender equality and the fact that everyone needs control of their their bodies, especially women.
0: Hmm, Very
3: interesting.
0: Are there any instances where you think the greater good of our society has been tested for such inequality?
3: I definitely believe that we have been in similar situations to events in the story. The control of women's body has gradually expanded back into the hands of state officials in a number of states. The act of surrogacy has also been included in the storyline, but it is not necessarily a personal decision as opposed to deciding to be surrogate mother in the real world.
0: Well, do you think this is a major problem in the world and also something that
3: should be changed? I truly do believe this is a major situation that we need to address in our society. If these laws were to continue to become more strict, it could lead to even more separation between communities than what anyone has witnessed. And it is imperative that we take a stand against the discrimination and the control of our bodies and take back the God-given rights that we have as girls, young women, and women. Thanks
1: for watching. Not watching,
2: tuning in. Oh, sh- okay. One, two, three. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks for tuning in.
1: The Handmaid's Tale. It is <sighs> the Hammaid's Tale is a dystopian novel set in Gilead, a totalitarian state in what was formerly United States. Gilead is controlled by fundamentalist regimen that views women as state property and is troubled with environmental disasters at a low birth rate. The book argues that restricting women's reproductive rights is both morally and politically wrong. The Gilead states aim to own and control women's fertility and is directly responsible to Offred and other handmaids suffering. Throughout the book, Offred is doing everything in her power to escape from this tragedy and make it back to her family. Does she ever make it out? Does anything ever go back to the way it was before?